Hello, thanks for tuning in to Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Long Hoso. As a reminder, the content of this podcast may cause you to feel strong emotions as no topic is off limits. Now, with that said, keep in mind that the purpose of this podcast is to critically think about our thinking to make our thinking better. With that said, let's get to it. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of the Keys to Gems podcast. This is your host, Lone Oso, and I'm happy to come to you another week. Thank you all for the support, listening, and giving giving your boys some critiques to help me get better. I'm, I'm not a I'm not shy of criticism. It, it's going to help me refine the product and give you guys a better listening experience. With that said, I also want to say thank you for those that put me on and actually uh, share my podcast with others. That's pretty cool, too. That was very nice to see. And yeah, let's get into these housekeeping items. Uh, first, we mentioned last week, we, wow, <laughs> it's the military in me. First, uh, as mentioned last week, the disaster in Lebanon, uh, they're still needing help. And if you can help, it would be greatly appreciated. Lebanon Red Cross is, of course, accepting donations, as I mentioned last week. If it's not the Lebanon Red Cross, make sure that you know where your money or where your donations are going. You don't want to just blindly click on a link because you could be funding somebody's drug habit or somebody's uh, next shopping spree because you didn't look into who you were supporting. So make sure you do that. If you can, it'd be greatly appreciated. Also, uh, we saw a another historical event. Uh, America got another first somehow. As of the time of this recording, it happened yesterday. Senator Kamala Harris was selected by ex-Vice President George, George, wow, Joe Biden to be his running mate. And it's amazing that this country is almost 300 years old, but we're still having so many firsts. It happens to be this month is the 100th year anniversary of the 19th Amendment being ratified by 36 states and being made a part of the Constitution. So while it said that women got the right to vote, what actually happened was it made laws that said only white men, that's, uh, I'll go ahead and specify that right off the top. Only men, that's what they say, but it was white men as we know. Uh, it, it said that only white men could vote. That's how the laws were laid out. Well. The 19th Amendment made those laws unconstitutional. Now, women still had hurdles to overcome. They even, uh, from Jim Crow to grandfather clauses, they even had mental competency. What? I don't even know how you test for mental competency with voting because you're literally just selecting. I mean, would you, is there a test? Was there some type of exam? And people had to deal with it though in the past. So... Again, that goes back to the thing I always remind you guys of. If you choose to vote and you are educated, which I hope that you are, vote.gov to find out where to vote, where to vote, and register to vote. If you do not choose to vote, I can't hate you. Uh, I'm not one of those cats that I say, 
voting or not voting is a vote for this person or person X, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for. I ain't your daddy. I just want you to vote if you choose to vote. And I want to make sure that you have the information on how to make that happen. So with that said, we're going to move into this week's topic. That's the end of housekeeping. And I'm going to have a little rant at the end. So Cardi B, Megan Stallion, man, some people tripping. I'm going to speak on it. <laughs> but that's going to be at the end. Let's get into the, this week's topic. So this week, I want to give you guys a little bit of food for thought. I've mentioned before that, and it was, I know it was kind of mentioned in passing, but the whole black thing, we know scientifically there's no racist, but I think people have a need to label things. It makes it easy if it's binary, it's this or that. And something I noticed yesterday with the announcement of Senator Harris being selected, it's still some Jim Crow and slavery things that we're still holding on to. And I don't think we see it as it is because people wouldn't want to believe it. So back in the day, and this is earlier 20th century, and right after 1865 when the slaves were air quote free, I know they're free to be in poverty and sharecropping, but anyway, there was a one drop rule. That one drop rule meant that if you had any black in your ancestry, you were considered black. In some states, such as Virginia and other states in the South, and actually other states in just across America at that time, there you were a mulatto if you were mixed or you were black. Now, DNA nor color works like that. If you have one drop of black, that's not going to make the color black. If you go to Lowe's and ask for uh, get a gallon of white paint and then just put a drop of black in it, you're not going to open it when you get home and it's going to be black. But again, that type of thinking carried over. And it's easier to say someone is black it's almost more like I'm supporting you or this the, I'm, I'm fine with recognizing your ethnicity well you're not really recognizing the ethnicity if you're not recognizing accurately let's say you have a white person and a black person they get together they make a baby that baby comes out and is fair complected now, the baby technically is mixed. They are, this kind of goes to the whole, there's no race thing, which, I mean, what would you call them, beige, light, light skin? The need for us to label things and put things in the box kind of helps that holding on to that one drop thing. Super, super, super annoying to me. Every single place that was talking about Senator Harris getting selected yesterday. Oh, she's the first black woman. She's the first person of Asian, uh, South Asian descent. And she's the first uh, person of Jamaican descent. Like, can y'all just say she, uh, she's a lady that worked her butt off to get into one of the best law schools in the country? 
was a DA over a Justice Department that is the only Justice Department that's larger is the United States, the entire country Justice Department. She was the DA in California. That's the number two size Justice Department. But no, you got to talk about her skin color. So as far as we think we've come, I don't think that we've come quite as far as we like to put on. I don't think that we have allowed ourselves to grow as much as possible. And some of that has to do with the fact that we won't talk about the hard stuff. We won't talk about race. Even if it's right in our face, the rhyme was not intended right then. But we should open ourselves up to expression of those hard things the horrible past of the United States from killing the indigenous people to putting them on pieces of land and all that good stuff that people seem to just gloss over like it didn't happen. Oh, American history, the pilgrims came, founded Thanksgiving, all we had a good meal and no, man, come on now. Let's talk about it. That one drop rule that if you look dark, you're black. Now, obviously, that comes with educating people because some people may not may not have ever heard of a one-drop rule. They may not know that you some states literally had people had their citizens register as black and white. That's a thing. Literally happened in the United States this century, or I'm sorry, last century. Within my grandfather's uh, grandmother's lifetime, though, so it's still within a lifetime ago. This isn't ancient history. So when I say we need to approach these things, you got to be bold. You got to talk about what's going on. You have to be able to express your thoughts on things. You have to hear how other people feel. You have to hear how race relations affect us. It's still happening today right in front of your face and people still will want to turn away from it. Why? I don't know. Maybe it's easier to be ignorant. Actually, I know it is. But that's not what we going to do. Not, 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 not the listeners of this podcast. Oh, no. You coming here for some entertainment, even if it's just ancillary. or And you go get some knowledge. Because we're better than that. The, thing, the things that we try to reach as far as a nation, liberty and justice for all, that all has had some messed up meanings in the past. And as we see... In the recent past, it's still having issues with really, really qualifying as all. Those general, generalizations are a bitch because you say all, you got to mean all. But we still having a first. Now, Senator Harris wasn't the first lady to ever try, obviously, because, you know, you had Senator Klobuchar and the first lady, uh, I believe, actually was in the 70s. That she tried to go. She knew she wasn't going to make it. Uh, Shirley Chisholm. She she knew she wasn't going to make it, but she had to try. She had to take that step so other people could step behind her. We still have to deal with these issues. Black Lives Matter is not a new movement. And if you want to say all lives matter, we better damn well make sure that we are looking at all lives and the things that affect them. The things that 
they have to deal with, the things that prevent them from growing, the things that make 2020 the year of a first when this country is th almost 300 years old. But we gonna keep it moving to the next topic right now because we, we can't change it in one podcast. I know that. But just know we got work to do, y'all. This next topic is something that I didn't realize would be such a prominent feature this year because I, I felt like it was something that many of us had to address sometime in our lives. And I, I thought we were making some progress, but apparently there's a whole lot more work to do. And that's dealing with the expensive life of poor people. Now, that, that might sound like an oxymoron, but it's not. I was having lunch with a friend, and we were discussing things, and the discussion led to me stating or making this statement. Oh, insurance, I handle that. I'm not worried about it. My friend's response was, that's a very rich person thing to say. And I, I kind of turned my head like, huh? I just said insurance will handle it. But then she broke it down for me and for like what she meant by that. And then I had to think that is kind of a it's a privileged thing to say to be able to say insurance can handle something. So how is a person that is poor? How is their life expensive? Well, let's think about that car insurance thing. Most people know you need insurance on your vehicle. Even if you never use it, you never get it broken into, never get in an accident, the law requires you to have vehicle insurance. Different levels, basic liability, afford coverage, etc. If you are pulled over, let's just say you have a broken tail light and you get pulled over for it. And when you get pulled over, the officer is going to tell you why they hopefully tell you why they pulled you over and then ask for your driver's license registration in Texas they can see it right on the window and see if it's current right on the window and proof of insurance if you don't have insurance you just earned yourself I believe it's like a four or five hundred dollar ticket so not only do you get a fix a ticket where you got to take care of that broken tail light which could be a fuse which could be a light bulb but let's say you don't have money for it but now you have four or $500 on top of that that you have to pay. That goes even, even farther in some states because some states require what's called driver responsibility fees. So not only are you gonna pay that fine, but you're also gonna pay one or $200 a month or so for a few months because you were caught not having insurance. So not only are you being penalized for the defective equipment, but you're also being penalized because you didn't have insurance. Now, this is coming from an angle that you want to do the right thing. I get it, some people just out there and, and they'll just say, F it, I mean, I don't give a damn if I get caught, it is what it is. We not talking about those people. Those people, that's a whole nother type of discussion. But for the people that generally don't want to have anything to do with law enforcement, don't want to have to pay any tickets. You get hit in the head because you didn't have something that's required. 
Yes, we understand it's required. No, it's not. It's ignorant to say, well, if you don't have insurance, you shouldn't drive. People need to go to work to their jobs if sometimes they don't have health insurance, which leads to another thing. And it's getting exposed right now because of the COVID crisis. I mentioned, I believe, last week, it's pretty pricey to get the test for COVID, COVID-19. I have had a couple family members affected, directly affected, and one of them happened to have insurance that were covered, but when they found out how much was being covered, it was about $10,000, y'all. $10,000? Where are you gonna get that money? But some people are doing the right thing, taking care of them or their family, going to a job, not necessarily having insurance. Let's say they get, unfortunately, they get hit with COVID-19. Now they uh, cure that bill. So that's an expense. They're doing the right thing. They're going to work. They ain't out there robbing, stealing, selling drugs. Yet they have this burden of debt that's put upon them because of an illness. Now, yes, in a way that highlights the, the benefit that healthcare for everyone, that the ACA, also known as Obamacare, which by the way, 45 is still trying to take away from people, even though Republican states are voting to include and expand, like Oklahoma just did recently. It's kind of highlighting the fact that people need health insurance because that's a debt that just weighs people down. Let's take it away from those, the, 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 the downtrodden, you know, the people that, that just hard off. Let's deal with some people that, you know, went to college. There is a term called the working poor. You go to college, you're trying to get the American dream into your vision to live it. You require student debt. You're paying your student debt. You get, a, you get a job that doesn't pay well, but it does afford you certain things like being able to have health insurance. But then all of a sudden you have a tire blowout. Now for, I can speak from this happening personally, tire blowing out sucks. Yes, you can prevent it by being aware of you know, rotating your tires and making sure they don't have any nails and all that good stuff. But when it happens, it hits your pocketbooks in such a way that it makes everything else hard. The working poor. A tire goes out of my car, it's gonna cost me $200 to replace that tire. Just the, the rubber part, the part that inflates. Not the wheel, not the rim, just one tire. And that's not to put it on and balance it, just for the tire itself. And people don't have that. So when we're saying that people just ought to pull up, not everyone says this, I get it. But when you hear people saying that, oh, just pull yourself up by the bootstraps and, you know, keep work, keep your head down and keep grinding. Some people are. And I'm not saying that it is our responsibility to make sure everybody is good, but I am saying that it's our responsibility to make sure that we're not doing things to keep things as the status quo. We must make it better. 
Yes, that does come into voting and making sure you got things, mechanisms in place to help people out. As I mentioned before, talking about raising kids, certain training programs and all that good stuff. But if you have mechanisms in place and things set up that we directly control, while people saying that voting don't matter, and I ain't saying you got to vote and vote for this person, that's on you. You have the right to, and that's capital R right. You have the right to. But we have to put ourselves in a position where other people that might not be able to can get the help that they need. Now that goes into a lot of levels. That The thing that I'm really trying to get across here is not just, it is your duty to make sure everyone that you know is okay. But as a society, if we're not making sure everyone is okay, we're doing ourselves an injustice. There's an old saying, uh, a rising tide raises all boats. I don't care about you being a super fan of capitalism. I don't care about you acquiring super rich, being super rich, being the one-tenth of the one percent. But you have to understand, for that to happen, for that extreme to happen, there's somebody at the other end. It's our jobs to make sure that things are better in whatever way we can. Again, action looks different to everyone, but it's our job as humans, since we're here, and it's the only earth I know we go live on. That's the only thing I haven't seen in any literature or anything coming up in the advertisements. Hey, we got this new thing up on the moon or Mars. They still working on that. We can be better. I charge you to be better when you can. It matters. Your help matters. And some people, when they receive the help, you have no idea what is, or you may actually have an idea what it's like to have assistance given. It's like a relief. You're figuratively taking a weight off someone's back. You're taking a yoke off their neck, to use a farming term, so they can move better. We can do that, and I hope we do. I really hope in my lifetime we do, but that's more of a personal thing. Now, with that said, we got to talk about WAP. (laughs) Now, I'm going to leave (laughs) y'all with some thoughts I had to say. This week also saw a release of a song, WAP. I'm not going to say the acronym, but if you all know what it is, good for you. If you don't know what it is. How don't you, really? Cardi B and Meg B. Stallion, they released a song, and people were genuinely upset with them being so sexually explicit. I'm not sure why people don't understand that what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Literally. For years, men have been talking about how they get down with women, what they prefer sexually, and all that good stuff, and you know how they do what they do to females? The song WAP is saying what they want, what they like. It seemed like a double standard. And some people, they're so offended. And my personal feeling first, it ain't, the song ain't directed at me or for me. 
while I appreciate the song, I appreciate the video being shot in 4K because I'm kind of an audiophile that way. I also appreciate the song by its creativity and its boldness choosing to say what some females think, but they are too scared to say. Just say the damn truth. Say how you feel. And I think that some people don't understand how freeing it is to express yourself. And I hope we get past that point in society where women shouldn't act that way. I'm using air quotes, y'all can't see me, but women shouldn't say that. They shouldn't act that way. That's not ladylike. The fuck? The, the, you know, the other part of the podcast I was just talking, you know, before, they just got the right to vote. Ladylike ain't been working. It's time to switch the game up. It's time to be more assertive. As a black man, I was raised by a very strong, intelligent black woman. You can kiss my ass with that excuse. That lady, it's not late. What? Ladies can say whatever the hell they think. If a man can say it, if a man can do it, a lady can too. As far as artistic expression out there. Certain things, maybe I can't really think of one right now. Maybe that a guy can do that a female can't do. But as far as self-expression, artistic expression, no, they can say whatever the fuck they want. I'm not fussing at you. This ain't for you if you if you don't feel that way. I'm just saying, the folks that in their feelings about it they really need to get over it. I think it was a good thing for the culture. I think it was a good thing for ladies. Now, that's not saying, I, I don't even think this was about... I don't take it as the, the song saying be promiscuous or go out there and just screw anybody and, you know, use use what you got because I'm going to keep it real with you. If you only got sex to offer, you going to have to do better than that. And this goes for male and female. If all you got is some used penis or used vagina or sl- gently used penis or vagina, if you ain't been around a lot, <laughs> you really lacking. But for someone that's strong enough to say what they feel, that, man, the sensitivity thing, it, it, it's been around for years. I'm old enough to remember when NWA was coming up and they were really, people were really offended by gangster rap. There was a song, Thuggish Ruggish Bone by Bone Thugs and Harmony. At the beginning of it, it says, we're not against rap, but we are against those thugs those thugs and rap that's actually from a speech I forget the guy's name that said it but it's actually from a speech that wasn't just somebody that went to the studio and did it it was considered thuggish it was considered oh it's going to tear down the community oh our children are going to be destroyed because of this music it's the same arguments now being spun with now we have to protect the purity of ladies man you better live. I know some ladies that can throw hands better than some guys I know. I also know some badass ladies that have done stuff professionally that guys can't hold a candle to. We don't even know where to get started. We don't know what to Google to get started and, and to, to make a plan. So, on a lighter note, because it talking about the poor and all that good stuff, that, that might have got you down. Celebrate openness. 
celebrate my celebrate creativity. We can do that. You know, right now it's free to my understanding to, to do that, to celebrate that, that power of the voice, the, the expression in music. It's nothing new. Just like with Senator Harris, she's too ambitious. Those old tropes, 45 saying she's nasty. That's a sexist remark, by the way, uh, saying she's a nasty woman. Because, you know, as I said, you want her to be pure. We ain't gonna tolerate no sneak diss in here. So, if you haven't heard it, maybe if your delicate sensibilities don't allow you to take in stuff like that, then don't. But for those that don't mind advancing thought, don't mind celebrating a voice, go ahead and give it a listen. But also make sure we're raising our voice for other things that quote unquote count. Our voice matters. Our celebration of good and positivity matters. Our celebration of people having the gumption to actually try something and believe in themselves to present to the world, it matters. Thank you guys for tuning in. This has been kind of a, I don't want to say a roller coaster. It's kind of been a kind of down on the doldrums and then kind of a spike to a little rant. But thank you all for tuning in for this week's episode of Keys to Gems. I hope you enjoyed it. Hope you take something from it. And please share the podcast. If you think someone might find it entertaining or enlightening, please feel free to do so. And I'll see you guys next week.